PulpMX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Howdy, howdy. Welcome in to another edition, another episode of the one and only Rocky RockyMountainATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast. How in the hell are you guys doing out there today? Hopefully well. Thank you for uh, subscribing to the show and telling your buddies all about it. We appreciate it. And, of course, you guys want to do some shopping. RockyMountainATVMC.com is the one and only place you guys should be going to get stuff for your dirt bikes, dual sports, street bikes, spiders. If you have them, if you guys know what a spider or a slingshot, whatever the hell those three-wheel funky things are on the on the freeway, they have shit for those things, too. So, uh Go to my site, keyforinktesting.com, click on that banner, which is a Rocky Mountain banner, by the way, and that'll lead you back to their site, and then you just do your shopping, and that gives us a slice of what you guys are purchasing and keeps this thing up and moving. Let's them know that you like this damn show and you uh, you care a little bit about it, so thank you for the people that are actually doing that. We appreciate it, and the guys over at fxrracing.com, use the code KKMX35 if you want some new gear. Helium and Revo lines, the guy in studio today. Where's Revo a lot? I don't see him wearing Helium a lot. We'll have to talk about that. But nonetheless, KKMX35 is the code to save. And if you're a lady, you want a better code, hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com, and I will get you a lady code. Send me a photo of you shredding a berm, jumping a jump, sitting there looking pretty in front of your bike, whatever it is that you want. I just need to know that you're a lady and you ride because you got asshole dudes out there that try to get this code and they use the lady code and it makes me very very upset so don't do that send me a picture prove it to me that you're a lady and of course the guys over at rep suspension mark and the guys if you want to uh do your suspension the guy in studio didn't have rep on maybe that's why he didn't win hmm i think that could be a possibility but if you guys want to go win have a nice valved setup on your kawasaki which we're going to talk about today KKREP is the code to save on some valving. And uh, you can always mention my name over there, and they'll get you that uh, code as well. And then save yourself some money, and then save yourself some some back pain because uh, your suspension sucks, and you want to have Mark do it, so he'll make it better. So go over there and check it out. All of our 2023 sponsors, Power Motorsports, Works Connection, Lit Pro, Blood Lubricants, 6D Helmets, if you guys want a 6D, Kiefer23 is the code to save over at 6D's website. Inter- International Vet Motocross Association, which is oldtimers.com. If you guys want to go race with the guys 30 and over, everyone goes to work Monday, so they're not going to go T-bone you and try to win a fucking trophy. You know, Everyone just likes to go and race and have fun. 18-minute motos, roughly, so long motos. So go uh, check those guys out if you're in Oregon, Idaho, California, Washington, Nevada. Arizona, they do races all over the West uh, Coast. Dunlop Motorsports, Pro Taper, ScreenPrintingDone.com, Decal Works, Alpine Stars, Oakley, best goggle there is. Yep, you, yeah, don't look at me like that. Yep, Oakley Air Brakes. Aaron over there always dials me in. Polysport Plastics, ETS Racing Fuel is official racing fuel of Kiefer Inc. 
<clears throat> we have October 14th and 15th Pulp MX Ride Day. I still have eight VIP passes for Saturday that I can give away. If you listen to the show and you might want to go to the Millville Ride Day, October 14th and 15th, this is what you're going to do. This is how you're going to get a VIP pass. You're going to go purchase anything over at KieferIncTesting.com's merch area. Push the shop button. We just got some new sweatshirts in. Very cool looking. <clears throat> Soft. Go purchase that. And then in the notes, say Pulp MX Ride Day. That'll enter you in. And then I will pick eight random people so you guys can get in for free. Have some fun with Steve, me, maybe this guy in studio, my kid, my wife, Amart, Troll, his brother, uh, Filthy Phil, a lot of other people coming to, to ride with us on October 14 and 15. So hopefully you guys see there. But go purchase something on our shop and that helps us out and that gets you entered to uh, go rip around Millville. Eddie Larratt is here in studio. I didn't say this last show, but Heather came in and surprised me. I was gone for a couple weeks. She redid the studio, which is really nice. She uh, changed the whole studio up. Looks pretty nice, right? Yeah, I like it. A little bit more room. Yeah, yeah, opens up. Good, good memorabilia. <laughs> memorabilia. Yeah, photos. We still got uh, a good looking chick spreading her legs over a gas can. That's nice. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm surprised. She I left can't that really talk. <laughs> I can't really tell. I can't talk about that because that's not going well, by the way. That's ended, by the way, Eddie. What? That and the guy she was married to is... Really? Yeah. But nonetheless, she is nice to look at. Yeah. So, uh, Road to Mammoth Part 3. So, we did a two-part video series. No one was there to video you. Mm -mm. Sad. So, we're going to do Part 3 right here in this podcast. We're going to talk about the event itself, how it was ran, how you did... If you feel like you met your goals, as you guys know on the show, we've been talking about goals and getting you guys off your asses and and trying to pick something to motivate you. I've been getting a shit ton of emails, so thank you for the people that are actually doing that and uh, holding themselves responsible. I've been forwarding you about half of those, but (laughs) uh, if you guys do want to set a goal and you do want someone to not babysit you, but maybe kind of like push you a little bit i've been reading these emails getting back to you guys as much as i can and then uh from time to time i will check in on you guys so chris at keyforinktesting.com if you want to set a goal tell me what your goal is give me the date i've been putting these emails inside a special folder and then uh from time to time i will go back into that folder and check up on you guys and see what the fuck you guys are doing so or not doing. Or not, yeah. More importantly, <laughs> not doing, right. I didn't have a lot of that babysitting when I was younger. I don't know if you did. So for me, my mom was disabled. My dad was working all the time. So I had to be self-motivated. And, of course, you know, when we were young, I didn't have YouTube and all this shit that yeah. you could watch videos and and make yourself want to go ride, right? Right. All, all I had was I had to come home. I had to do some yard work. Then I got to go ride my dirt bike. And then hopefully... I would ask my dad when he came home on a Tuesday if we could go race over the, you know this coming up weekend. Most of the time, that was no. <laughs> so then I would have to find a ride to go race. And then what I would do, Eddie, is I just talked about this to my dad the other day. He didn't know I did this. We had a five-gallon like bucket of change. you know, Just put, start putting change in there. And it yeah, yeah. accumulated over the years for the family. <laughs> and it sat in this um, 
other room in our house. And it was like half full of pennies, dimes, nickels, all the shit. So I used to ride my bicycle to the bank, get the coin rolls. Yep. And that's how I would pay for my entry. So I would get a Ziploc bag. I would sit in my bedroom and roll fucking roll pennies. And then, you know, entry fees at a CRC race was about 18 to 24 bucks. Yep. So I would have the Ziploc bag if I wanted to race two classes. I would bring the lady a shit ton of rolled coins. Yep. And she would be like, are you seriously paying for your entry with this? I go, that's all I have. This is it. This is it. This is what we got. <laughs> so uh, that's how I was trying to stay motivated. So I didn't have a lot of that um, cohesive family like, hey, you should go race or someone on my ass. Right. Sometimes I would have a buddy come from Washington. Nick Foister would ride with me a little bit, and that was fun. But uh, otherwise, dude, I was at the glass factory by myself every day, just and riding. The motos. <laughs> just didn't have really anyone yeah. to hang out with. Yep. So I was a lone soldier. Yeah. So, all right. Vet weekend is wrapped. Big bike weekend is wrapped. Mini week, it's over. Mammoth is over. Yep. Uh, looks like they had some weather for the regular weekend, but your weekend, you left right when Hurricane, what was the name of the hurricane? Uh, Irma? Not Irma. No, Hillary. Hillary. Yeah. How could we forget that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, was a flop, though. It didn't. I mean. Not here. Yeah. It yeah. pissed down rain here. I left uh, Sunday. Uh, my wife and obviously my kids are all freaking out. You know, we're not going to drive in this weather. And I said, look, if it's not blowing crazy windy and it's just normal rain. Yeah. We're going. Yeah. We're getting out of here. So we did. It was about. I and think you I, left a week early, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Le- yeah. I left a whole. I left the Sunday prior to the event. Right. So we we got on the road about ten thirty eleven, and I mean there was very mild weather. All the, it actually made for a very nice drive. A little bit of wind, you know, in certain parts of the area where there's always wind yeah. and ridgecrest and stuff like that. But once we made it through there, it was light rain. Very. It was perfect, okay. off and on, all the way up. My buddy, who sat back and waited for the next day. Yeah, Vic. Victor. Yeah. Nine and a half hour drive because he had to go through Vegas. So all the way up through Vegas. Why? And back down because uh, frame had- reduction 58, all that was all closed. Because it's completely it washed out? Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, so nine and a half hour drive for him to get up there. Uh. So I looked at my wife and told her, hey. Good thing we left when we you did. You look like a smart guy, yeah. didn't you? <laughs> yep, looked like a hero for sure. Let me ask you about this. So you East Coasters, you probably don't know much about math, but you West Coasters, if you're listening to this, do you think being up there a little bit before the event helped you or hurt you? So so I, this is what I always wanted to know right. because I usually, when I raced, it's only been two times that I raced yep. there, I just showed up the day before and right. raced. So, so for me, I... <laughs> This is going to sound, everybody's probably going to lose their shit over this. Altitude doesn't affect me. Okay. And maybe it's, I don't know what it is. But when I go up there. So it's not something you notice right away. No. So I, so I got up there. Um, first day I got up there. Sunday we got everything. Our, our um, Airbnb was second floor and I was going up and down the stairs. And I'm like, okay, I feel it a little bit, you know. But yeah. I'm like, got to unload the van, you know. I got the kids, wife's. My my parents, you know, we got all the stuff, dragon coolers up there, and and uh, so the next morning, Monday morning, I said I'm going to go on mountain bike ride. So I hopped on the trail from the village, and I rode all halfway up to the main lift, and came down, and I looked at all my Strava stuff, and it looked like I was riding down here. Mm. Nothing had changed. My heart rate stayed the same. My pace was the same. My distance was the same. My elevation gain was the same. 
Um, the only thing that was different is when I got to the top of the hill on that first ride, I was at 9,000 feet elevation. Later in the week, I did another ride that got up to 10500 uh, 10.5. 10.5. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't, uh, it's that weird. That the shit out of me. Like, yeah, I feel like it, it's a weight on my chest when it, I ride. It's weird. It didn't, uh, it, yeah, just, I mean, it felt normal. It, everything felt normal, you know, so I'm Besides like. Besides your bike. We'll, well I'm on a, yeah, 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 we'll get on, we're, we're still trained, we're still, you I, felt that right away? I, I felt my motorcycle for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I went out, I rode practice, so I know how Mammoth goes with practice, I mean, get in, do a couple of motos, find out what they changed the rhythm sec. they only changed one rhythm section on the track, Yeah. figure that out, you know, what lines you're going to lose, use, and then, uh, I get out of there, I mean, we were out, I was out on practice day by... 12 o'clock. Oh, no shit. Because the track, there's so many people riding, it just becomes unrideable. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's square edge, these, that rhythm section, the finish line had ruts. There was probably 20 ruts. When I came around the corner, it reminded me of a picture of Kehoe at Gatorback. Yeah, uh, going just up that. Just yeah. That's what it looked like, but it just had these huge kickers. People are into and over thing, and I'm like, we're not, it's never like that when you race. Yeah. We're out. You know, I told my buddy Vic, I'm like, hey, if you want to ride more, go for it, but I'm packing this van up and we're leaving because yeah. you you don't tune your bike for that. You don't. All you do is mentally ruin yourself because you're not going to race that track. Well, you'll be up all night thinking about. Yeah, it. yeah. So, so we did. We left. We 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 got out of there and went back and you know just had good meal, got rested up, little jacuzzi, sauna, and. Okay, for you guys out there that. Maybe you're just new to this podcast. You don't know what we're talking about. There is a three part series. So if you want to watch the first two, go to RacerX online.com and there's a two-part video series so far so you can watch step by step where eddie you know we talk about him trying to get more strength trying to get uh, more speed and just the whole goal atmosphere that we think is uh is a healthy kind of uh way to live and then the second part is a little bit more update about the bike uh obviously he rode a 2023 kawasaki kx 450 sr um, that's that's a bike that he chose personally, and that's what we got ready for him, and that's what that's what you raced. So, leading up to this, you said you want to lose thirty pounds. Yep. You did not do that. No. Where where were we? To be to be honest with you, I'm I'm actually glad that I did it. Well, probably. thirty pounds is I felt like it was way too much. It, well, yeah, because I probably wouldn't have been strong no. enough to to ride. Right. I mean, lost, that, those are total. You lost eight. <clears throat> uh, no, it was like twelve. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm actually down. About sixteen right now, okay. just from you know being up there and racing and stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know. Um, Do you think your preparation on on a scale from one to ten, ten being like, dude, I did everything I could, one being I was fucked. Where were you at? Uh, I felt really, really good. So what, I actually really felt good. So I, mean, I would probably say a strong eight. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When I when I went up and rode. Um, I went out the first time, just kind of cut some laps. Track was super smooth, so I was just kind of seeing where it was going, you know, just get a feel for it. Uh, then I waited. They were doing these um, these three classes, had a 20-minute interval, so we were on every hour schedule. So I waited an hour. I went out again, and the track had developed kind of how I felt from when I was there in 19, how it was going to be in the second moto, mm-hmm. and went out right away and did a 20-minute moto. And I was like, whoa. Like, I was just turning laps. Mm-hmm. And I felt really good. And I'm like, well, it worked. Like everything I'd done, right. I felt like I was putting my best foot forward. Did you make any changes to your bike while you were there? 
So on fr- in suspension, I should say. Uh, and no, chassis was fine. Okay. I, I didn't. I didn't touch my bike. I took my bike up there. I was actually on the way driving up there. I was like, man, I probably should have had my suspension service because it, I'd put almost twenty hours on the stuff. Mm-hmm. We did a little testing with the forks, so the fork wheel had been changed a couple times, but doing some some testing. But then one time. You know, he just used the existing fork oil and put it right back in. So while we made a shim change, or um, we actually just changed some spring seats. So Steve from Shock Therapy, or yeah. So Steve, Steve, uh, he was like, "Look, we're we're just going to change the spring seats. I'll put that oil back in." So we talked later when we were up there, and we both kind of agreed, like, "Man, we probably should have serviced this stuff before we came up because the oil had probably broke down a little bit." But uh, I. I didn't feel like it held me back at all. Honestly, sometimes I think it's better not to do it yeah. because you're so used to what your bike feels like. And then when you do something, you have fresh stuff and you go, it firms it up. And then you're like, yep. man, my bike feels a little bit different. Yeah. So we, I raced the week before at a swap moto race that you guys came to mm-hmm. this round two of the, the Terra Firma series. And i and the track was super rough and there was good guys there. And I, I told Steve, I'm like, dude, my stuff needs to be stiffer. I'm like, I can feel it already. It's too soft, too deep in the stroke. It's harsh coming down the hills. And I'm like, I need it stiffer. Well, as we were looking at scheduling and timing, it wasn't going to work. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to take stuff and go up there that I haven't rode yet. I'd yeah. rather ride what, ride up there, race with what I know because right. it's workable. You know, it, yeah. is it going to be the greatest? No. But it, it ref, did not reflect my results one bit. My bike was awesome. So you happy with the choice of the Kawasaki KX450 SR? Yes, 100%. So for me, and, and you guys listen to this, to me there is not a better, what do we call it, addition motorcycle than the Kawasaki. For one, the Kawasaki brand of motorcycle is is a great solid base to begin with. Some of you guys are like, oh, Kiefer, whatever, dude, you don't race them. I would race it. If I had a couple of them, but I only have one test bike and I have to share that with my kid and kind of do tests. So it's not like I have a lot of choice there. Yamaha provides me with more test bikes, so it's easier to yeah. to have that. People say, oh, Kiefer, you work for Yamaha. I don't fucking work for Yamaha. <laughs> I just choose to race well, that bike. Hey, if you work for Yamaha, you would have a lot more parts and you'd have a lot right. more bikes in and your And I'd be have a lot more money than I do. <laughs> so... Uh, for me, if you're if you're looking for a, a a factory edition motorcycle, there is more upside to this SR than there is other brands. Honda does it close, where they actually mm-hmm. have some stuff to their engine. But the KTM Husqvarna, there's nothing. No. There's a little bit of difference, but it's in the engine, it's the same bike. Yeah. You have a slip on, so it's, it's not. More, a huge, it's more Gucci stuff. Yeah. So like for me. If I'm going that direction, I'm going to an SR just because you can actually feel the difference between the standard motorcycle. Now, there is not a better chassis in the world of bump absorption than a Kawasaki KX450 currently. I don't know about the 24. I haven't ridden the 24, which we will in a couple months. But for Mammoth, high speed, square edge, you're on the edges of your tires. You're going out, in, cutting in. For me, that would be the blend that I want. I want bump absorption and I want straight line stability, that is the Kawasaki. Yeah. So that is, to me, I would probably choose that as well. Yep. And now you have more engine feel because you have the, that head work that they do. Yep. You have a muffler that they put on, a full system. It's not just yep. a slip on. Yes, yeah. And it barks. Yeah. So you're adding the power. So you, you, you being you, you add so much shit to your motorcycles. <laughs> you didn't do nothing. We talked about yeah, this Yeah, we earlier. were just talking about this. Yeah, we did. I mean, we did the essentials. 
We did the ride linkage yep. just to help the bike with a little more straight line stability, keep the rear end on the ground. Um, you know, John and W obviously gave us a, an awesome set of wheels, so we, we used those. Kristen? Uh, no, John. John, oh, John gave it to me. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, it's, it, there wasn't really much else. We did, uh, Kristen's you know, hot. pro taper. <laughs> <laughs> we Sorry, put, keep going. Right. We put the pro taper handlebars on there, some arc levers, just because Cowie hasn't figured that lever game out yet. Yep. And uh, you bought a shifter that he didn't use. From yep, Pro uh, yeah, I put I had a PC shifter because I had that on my 19. Yeah. And I you're I trying know. to get the 19 vibes. Back. I put the I put the uh, I put a I bought a set of uh, pegs from Eric, you know, brought the the uh, from works connection, the pro pegs. Yep. Put those on and the stock shifter was fine. Open but, cleat. Nope. Close cleat. But uh-huh. there is there is there could be something to this as we talk more about what happened here, because I did have some false neutrals that caused some issues oh. during racing and practice. Yeah. So maybe the shifter might have been part of it. Right. But uh, yeah, we did, I mean we did I didn't do I didn't go crazy with this bike. How I many hours are on that bike currently? 35. And we started with what? Uh 12 I think when we got okay. it from Cowie. So I'm a little hard on Kawasaki and their durability, but so far this thing has been fine. You changed one clutch? So I, I put a clutch in, but I kept the old clutch because it's still good. Yeah. I put the lower chain roller uh, on that everyone knows it, it wears out. But I was chain guy. I'm going to be honest with you. The lower chain roller was not as worn out as bad as I thought it was. I just did it because Kawasaki asked me to do it. Yeah. Um, we did a slider and we did the lower chain block. Neither one of those were wore through, but... Kawasaki asked us, "Hey, this is a you know one of our prestigious motorcycles. Please keep these parts on it. We don't want to damage a swing arm or anything like that." Right. But I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, we ride at Glen Helen. I rode as much as I could at Glen Helen before we go there. Glen Helen is extremely hard on motorcycles because of the sand. Right. I expected way worse, and and it wasn't. But we change air filters. You know, every other time we ride, we're changing oil and oil filters every other time we ride. So for me, I'm not very hard on motorcycles. So for me, the Cowie durability is not an issue. Now, yeah, someone like you or Aiden, I see it on your bikes. I see it on his bikes when I work on it. I see it on your bike when I work on your Yamaha, which is not doesn't have durability issues in my eyes because yeah. I work on them. But I didn't have any issues. Okay. My, my Cowie was was a bullet, and uh, it was strong. So, um, before we move on to the race, how many Kawasaki's were up there? What's oh the, what was the God. ratio to like what so, what brand of bike was most popular for Vet Weekend? You, you know what trips me out is, and this is something that when I was part of uh, management role in RC cars, mm-hmm. we used to just for the first moto, we used to stand on the line, and each person, whatever it could be, a gear manufacturer, it could be a tire, and I saw the. Um, I always forget his name from Dunlop. Fleck? Nope. The other guy. Glover? No, the younger guy with the glasses. He was at the 34 intro. He does the amateur stuff. Okay. But yeah. anyways, he was there. Rob County. Fox? Huh? Rob Fox? Uh, yeah, short guy. Yeah. Yeah, Rob Fox. Yep. So he was checking tires, yeah. you know, what people put tires people at. Yeah. But I was surprised that no manufacturer were there doing that. I mean, I think we're pretty much... The heartbeat of motocross of the motocross industry. Most of the vet guys are yeah. what spend all. They're the ones buying these SRs and right. these factory editions and and the KTM's. So, but yeah, no one was checking bike brands. No one's checked like gear. So I thought about. I was like, man, you know, I mean, I'm not connected with FF, FXR, but I was like, 
how easy would it be just to go get the entry list and just sit there, oh, this guy, this, this mm. guy, this, just to give those guys some data? Because in my eyes, FXR, to, to me, and I could be completely wrong, but they're a newer company. I, I look at them as a smaller company, but they're massive. I mean, everywhere you go, yeah. everyone's wearing FXR. Yep, I mean, every, I was just in Europe and the UK. Yeah, and it was amazing how many people were in FXR there. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a company that's upsided really fast, yeah. and and I don't work for FXR. I'm not in your position at FXR. I wear their gear because a, it's the most comfortable. B, it fits the best, and I think it lasts the longest. And you get a good deal on it. I, and I do, but yeah. it's not. I right. I mean, well, you you can you have money I to can buy. Go, your, I right. can go to Chaparral and they got. 12 different lines of gear in there. No, I could go, go there and Rocky buy whatever Mountain. I want. I'm just saying I can afford to buy any Correct. gear that I want. Right. I choose to wear FXR because it fits me the best. So what brand of bike was most popular? What more? What color did you see most of? Um, That's what I'm wondering. Because like, vet guys love KTMs. So right? if you if you lumped Austria all in one, yeah. I would say obviously probably okay. the, the Austria KTM brands. KTM, yeah, very little gas gas. Actually. More Cowies or more Yamis? Oh, man, I'm going to tell you right now, Simi Valley Cycles. Yeah. Or no, what is it? Uh, yeah, S S V C. Yeah. Man, they made a push. Really? I I never seen so many of those stickers on front fenders and graphics. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say Yamaha and Cowie were pretty close. More neck than Hondas then. Uh, yeah, Honda. Yeah, Hondas were. Um, I don't I like, say I don't want to say down, but yeah. I mean it, it. I would say those three brands were pretty close, but. I'm going to say Yamaha probably had the leading edge on Cowie by maybe a touch. I think next year Kawasaki is going to have the edge over Yamaha because of their new bike. Yeah. Because Yamaha hasn't changed. But is it going to be a lot of people are going to hang back and see That's what I think. how I, that chassis unfolds? I think I got a lot of emails just right now. Hey, what should I buy? And I just tell people you need to hang tight till I ride yeah. that Cowie. Yeah, let's see, from see the things it, that I've heard yep. from guys that I know that. Been on it. That it's really good. Yeah. And, and it's very vet. Friendly. That's what I heard. That's very what KTM-ish heard. in the yep. engine. Yes. So for me, so could I, be. I like that. Yeah, could be good. All right. So Saturday and Sunday, how'd we go? Forty uh, B. Yep. Forty B. So first things first. I'm gonna go pull up your results while you're talking. Here. First things first. Friday night, I, I owe this guy a huge. I mean, he's always there for us. But Jamie had twisted. We kind of yep. we were going back and forth text message, and and I said, you know what. My bike was very fun and very easy to ride, and it was good. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was lagging anything, but there's always that start. You come off that concrete, and it goes up that steep little ramp and then plateaus off, and, and then you climb up to the top of the hill. Yep. And, uh, I mean, Jamie's like, hey, I'll be there before you get there. You just you just come over, and we're going to figure out. what We're, we're going to get you some more power for the start. Shocking that he wants you to have more power. I I. I I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I listened to him. I'm glad he He's a brought, smart guy, brought that to my attention because my bike was great on Friday. I'm like, I don't need no, it's good. But then I like, he's like, what about the start? And I was like, yeah, he makes ah, sure. shit. I didn't. Those plant seeds in your fucking head. This is what, this yeah. is what Jamie does. I think I'm happy. Well, what about this? Yeah. Just leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> but he's, he's right. Yeah. He's like, you need some of that out out of the hole there because you're going uphill. You go straight up that ramp, you know, and it's pretty steep when you come off that concrete. Then it kind of plateaus as you sweep around and go up to the top. So, yeah, thank thank you to Jamie for that because I felt like he made my life a lot easier in uh, most of these motos with getting um, good starts. 
All right, so, so you on Saturday you went five five for four. Yes, five five for fourth so, overall. So let's talk about Moto One because I'm looking at your Moto One right here, and I, I want to play. I want to play devil's advocate. I wasn't there. I was in the UK. <laughs> yep. So what I see is you started fourth. Yes, sir. Your fastest lap was a two oh nine, which was in lap two. Yes. Chad Williams, the guy who won, mm-hmm. fastest lap was in lap three, two oh four. Second place's fastest lap was two oh seven in lap two. Third place fastest lap was in lap four, two oh five. So you're at a two oh nine, which puts you in a realm of Jason McGoodwin. McGoodwin mm-hmm. fourth. He was a two oh nine. You're a two oh nine. Sixth, Wayne Ashby was a was a two oh nine. Seventh, two oh nine, and then it from eighth back it starts to drop off. So you you between about seventh to fourth, you guys are very close in yeah. speed. So it looks like you stayed fourth, fourth, went back to sixth, 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 five, five. So you made some moves. Looks like Wayne got around you at some point. Because on lap four he was fifth and you were sixth. Yeah, I don't I don't remember him passing me. Yeah. Um so yeah, basically we I got a, about a third place start. Okay. Third, fourth place start. Round at the top of the hill. Um, I believe Chad passed me going down the downhill. Yep. Um, and then uh, I think it was a lap later, uh, Josh West got around me. Yep. I saw him pass me. I actually went outside before the tree turned, and he just bowled. I mean, he was going, and I wasn't, you know. Um, so he got around me, and then. Uh, Did you get tired? No, not at all. Okay. I, I actually got. Um, you almost matched your, I don't, your fastest lap on lap. Six, the second to last lap. I don't want to say I got stuck. Okay. But I was giving Wayne Ashby literally everything I could to get around him. And I couldn't do it. What was he on? It was 300? 300. Okay. Yeah. So everywhere I went, which, I mean, there's a couple different, when you're on the side of the hill, switching back, there's a couple different spots where you can set people up. But... I'm like, okay, the lap before he went inside, so I'm going to rail around the outside of him where where is a spot I could set up. So we're setting up like this. I cut back. I'm heading this way, and then he must have heard me. And like, He never went there once. Yeah. And I'm like, I got him right here. Whoop, he'd come right to the outside. I'm like, That's smart. Damn it. Yeah. So, I mean, I literally followed him for probably four laps. Yeah. It looks and, like, yeah, he was ahead of you for two laps. Yeah. And then you got around him on lap six. Yeah, I had to... Uh, me and him both talked about it, and it didn't feel sketchy, but Victor standing on the side of the track was like, dude, you were very close to him. But uh, coming down the freeway, he was going to the outside, and I just leaned it on the inside, and we came down the freeway side by side. Uh-huh. And then uh, he actually – he didn't – I couldn't get to the outside to rail around for the finish line, so he did, and then I passed him in the next section. But uh, you know how you get in that focus, and you're just like, I, I got so mind boggled on trying to pass him yep. that once I passed him, I I was stuck in that speed. Right, like I had more in the tank. Yeah, I was ready to go. I could see the guy up there. Yeah, but um, on the last lap, I hit a hole going up the hill. Yeah, and when I I screwed myself, I went off the top and I looked back and I saw Wayne and those guys were halfway down the hill and I'm like, that guy's pretty far in front. Like I can see him, but he's pretty far in front. Yeah, it's so the last lap. I got plenty of room on them. Yeah. I'm going to back it down a little bit. I'm going to save for the second moto. This is a fifth. Yeah. I'm okay with a top five in the first moto. So that's kind of, that kind was of kind of my, 
my train thought, you know, last year or in 2019 when I went there, I never made it out of Moto 2. So I'm like, hey, I want my results to be there, but I, I want to finish this weekend. You yeah. know, like I, this is where I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable here. So Moto 2 um, with another five started ninth. Yeah, not, not as good of a start. Ninth, and then you worked your way up to fifth at the finish, but your fastest lap was on lap five at a 214. The winner, Chad Williams, was a 208, was fastest yeah. lap. Josh West, 209, and then it falls back pretty heavy. Yeah. Third, Ryan McKelfish. McKelfish. That's my buddy. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Carson City, Nevada, yep. 213. So, And then at the finish, third to you is separated like five seconds. Yeah. So you were there. You just need to get that extra push at the end. And, like, the last two laps, you were matching their pace from third to you, right? So the last lap, it just looks like that Vito Tarantino who got fourth Mm -hmm. at his fastest lap was on the last lap. Yeah. Yeah, because I actually (laughs) caught – so I got a – I still got a decent – so it still was a top ten start. Yeah. But if you've ever raced Mammoth or if you've ever seen video, that first – quarter to half of the lap is yeah. very single file if you're not like, in the lead you're in that clump of shit yeah going, it's fucking hard yeah so if you're not top, right. it's if you're not top five it's going to be hard to break away and what happens is is when you're in that freight train yep if somebody in the middle of that freight train doesn't match the, the guys in front uh-huh. now you back the train up yeah. so in in mammoth it's once they get that gap it, it's so tight that you can't see the guy in front of you it's hard to Bring that. You, you almost need to race yourself. Yeah. You know, don't race the track or the people. Race yourself. Yeah. Because once you break free of that train, if you, you know, you can see, can't see the next guy, you're just like, okay, this is what I'm getting. So I actually, for, for the way the track developed and choppy and, and uh, you know, it gets real square edge there, I actually felt better in the second moto uh, on the bike than yeah. I did in the first moto. The first moto, I just kind of, you know, first moto, race jizzer, jizzer, just kind of like jizzard. What the fuck is jitter? Oh, jitters. Jitters. Okay. Just kind of like nervous. <laughs> I got some jizzards. <laughs> so, but the second mode, I was like, okay, I got fifth. And then with two laps to go, I saw him, yeah. the Tarantino. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to go for that guy. Because it's, I mean, what do I got to lose? The yeah, guy's he's, behind he's a local me. guy around here. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I actually met him and his wife later. They're, they're, they're very nice, nice people. Yeah, yeah, very nice. nice people. So I was like, you know, I'm going to make a push for him. So on the tree turn on the uh, right before the white flag, yeah, I mean we were within ten bike lengths, yeah, and then obviously you see he he felt the heat, yeah, he, <laughs> so he picked it up, he picked it up, and I was like, eh, don't know that I have that in my arms right now to do that because I, I worked, I had to work hard to come come from tenth to get to where I was. Hello, sorry to break this riveting podcast up, but we got some commercials to do, so listen to them. Chill down, save yourself some money. We'll be right back to talk about Mammoth. ScreenPrintingDone.com My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, buddy. Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy. Or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. Screenprintingdone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! Screenprintingdone.com. Screenprintingdone.com. 
I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now. I've had great results. If you guys are looking for some great oil, the Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, it's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on Earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, it's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino, all of our test bikes here, 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, you put it in, and I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and, man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, That'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, Look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend, and that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So, protaper.com, they have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. You guys want to go check out the new 2023 Yamaha YZs? Thinking about buying one? Or maybe a two-stroke? The new YZ 450F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. It's built to do one thing, go faster. Don't worry, the old tried-and-true 2023 YZ 250F, no changes for 2023, but still the great same shootout-winning 250F. And it's all over at Power Motorsports. So go check them out. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA. The pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here. That's right, the one and only Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call or text 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. I don't even care where you're at in the USA, Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Just go visit them, powermotorsports.com, or hit me up, chris at kieferinktesting.com. 
and I'll get you in touch with the guys over there at Power and let you go rip around on your new scooter. So fun. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and stupid. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris, at keferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times. Get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text. Who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate, and uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. You can go to OldTimersMX.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon, but several races over several months, all over the western United States. It's going to be a fun time. And let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time. If you haven't been out racing in quite some time, and you're an older gentleman or a lady, they have plenty of classes for you. There's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes just like yourself. But, hey, you got to go do it. you got to go check them out. Right now, go to oldtimersmx.com. But, again, we're going to change our name up to IVMX, International Vet Motocross Association. So go look for them. And if you have any questions about the series, hit me up, Chris, at keyforinktesting.com, and we'll get you out there and have some fun, get some gate drops. All right, that wasn't that bad, was it? We're back. Mammoth Mountain Bench Racing. Here we go. So Sunday, day two, a lot of shakeups in the results. Yeah. So, like, the guys who did good Saturday yep. didn't have a great time on Sunday. No. Um, so Jason McGuidwin, God, I wish I could say that name. McGuidwin. That's a fucked up name. <laughs> Sorry, Jason, but yeah. McGuidwin's tough. Uh, he went four one. Yep. Uh, but Eddie, we're down at 14 here. We're on 15, 12. Yeah. So what went on Sunday? So su- Sunday, man, the results don't reflect my riding. Okay, I'll tell you that. The, I'll be, look I'll, at the Moto one here. I'll be honest with you. 
Where did we start? So, so, so Moto One. You're all the way back in 26 on the first lap. Yeah. So I started. Uh, but your lap times are good. I think I I rounded the tree turn in fourth. Okay. Uh, obviously, tree turn has a rut. It's very single file. Yeah. First lap, we haven't even got to the to the green flag yet. Uh, we're single file, uh, just doing our laps. And and uh, the guy from Carson City, Nevada, that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, your buddy Ryan. Yeah, I believe his name is. Yeah, he. Um, I guess there was a magical rut on the inside that none of us saw. Okay. Uh, he was going for that. Okay. And he came in. Is this sarcasm I'm hearing? Yeah, it's extreme sarcasm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I I think he missed his rear brake pedal. Okay. Because he came in, cleaned me out. Oh. Hit the guy in front of me. Uh-huh. Uh he that guy got lucky, which I believe was Chad Williams was in front of me. Uh-huh. Because my goal was, you know what? This this guy is a tad faster than most of us. He was actually quite a bit faster, about five, six seconds a lot faster on the first day. So I'm like, I'm going to try to see where this is coming from. I'm going to hook up with this kid yeah. and see where it's at. Wh- where it's at. Yeah. So uh, I w- that was my plan. He was in front of me. We were single file. I mean, the green flag wasn't even out yet. We got seven laps. Let's let this thing unfold, and then that happens. Mm. And I'm laying on the ground dead last. That sucks. So, yeah, I'm like trying to trying to holster all that because yeah. I'm I'm obviously fuming cuz right. I got a good start. Yep. I felt good. I had the guys, I had uh Josh West I think was leading at that time. Mm-hmm. So Josh was up front, Chad was in front of me. It, everything was stacking up for another top 5 moto and then that happened. Yeah. So I picked myself up and uh I was pissed, man. I'm yeah, you honest. Look, it looks like you picked you picked off um Two people on the second lap, one, three, two, one. So you passed a shit ton of dudes yeah. on your way in there. It's just, yeah. The, the, f- the lap time isn't going to reflect it. but uh, Fastest was a 210 on the third lap, and that puts you around seven, eight, you know, as far as yeah. lap times go. So that right there, yeah, I fell again in that moto. Okay. So I got up two laps. I passed Ryan back. Uh-huh. Uh, that very next lap in the tree turn, mm-hmm. he claims he didn't hit me. I've been riding dirt bikes long enough. I can know when someone hits your tire. Yeah. So I'm leaning in the tree turn in the rut. I feel this jerk behind me. And as I gas it, the bike spins out. It spins me off the bike. I'm on my feet, but it spins me off the bike and I'm staring backwards now. And that's who's behind me. Mm. So. He, like said, he said he didn't take me out. So when you he, said he's your buddy, he's not your buddy. He's not my buddy. Okay, got it. I mean, we squashed it in, in, in staging before the second moto. Like, I went up to him after the race. Okay. I, we, we, that racing. We, we had some words, for sure. You was know, he I'm, cool? Uh, no, he was pretty hot. Was he? Yeah, because I, I don't, I'm i trying to think in my head, like, I don't know why he's hot. Why is he yelling at me? I'm telling him, so hey. he started yelling at you first? Yeah, as I rode up next to him, I'm like, hey, that was pretty fucking stupid. Like, yeah. it's the first lap. Uh-huh. Everyone's so tight. Like, if you want to do that, wait till the fourth or fifth lap. Right. So I only lose one or what two was his spots. Response? And he just, dude, hit, hit that bell helmet came right in my face, and dude, really? it was he was hot. And I'm thinking in my head, like, well, what was that's why what, are what you was his mad? rebuttal? What, what was, was I don't know. I couldn't even hear anything because obviously know. we're sitting on the side of the finish line. And I just told him, I was like, man, that's this is not a smart move on the first lap in a corner where there's one rut. So, anyways, uh. Yeah, so then it happened again. So McElfish, then I felt McElfish. McElfish. 
So then I fell again, and then I was really pissed at oh, that point. Oh no! So, and McElfish came back from to thirteenth. Yeah, he finished. He was two in front of you. Were you just like fuming watching oh, him right there? Like I, yeah. I wanted. I, I could have actually ended that guy's whole weekend. Yeah. In the mechanics area, when I went to pass him the first time, I jumped to the inside, and he was railing the berm, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is it, right?" Yeah, here, well, dude. it's better not to do that. But I'm like, again, it, it, this is the weird thing about racing. The guy's probably cool, and when you're racing, you turn to a different human being. Like you turn to an like this angry person. Like I've done some stuff. I'm like, oh, that was really dumb. <laughs> and then even though I was pissed, later on I look back and like, well, that yeah. was that was stupid. So, so I'm I'm sure that's what happened yeah. to him because after we exchanged words, I went back to the truck. Mm-hmm. This is in front of my family, right? They're walking off the mountainside. My yeah. kids are crying. They're thinking I'm gonna fight. And this, I mean, it was yeah, it, dude. My kids were a emotional mess really and i'm like what if i'm over here chill like they're crying what was your problem you're gonna fight and this and that i'm like (laughs) i don't come to motorcycle races to fight i won't ever fight unless someone attacks me and then i'm not gonna get beat up right so i've seen you and dave come off the the track pretty heated yeah and but we never fought anybody no right right but you guys talk about it though so second moto before the second moto they talked about it. We're sitting in the uh, sitting in staging, and he the second moto we had a parade lap right before our moto. Okay, so they told us come early. Yeah. we're going to load you on the gate. Yeah, then you'll take your parade lap. You'll come right back to the gate, and then we'll let the rest of the other three classes go take you the say, parade. What's lap. up, Miguel Fish? So I I got there early, so I'm sitting there waiting, and he comes riding up next to me. Oh boy, and I, and I he was kind of behind me, yeah. so I didn't see him, and I just saw these knuckles come out, and then I turn around and like I I'm like. Okay, cool. Like, let's just squash this, yeah. you know. So I gave him knuckles, and he's and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna take partial. Um, I'm gonna take partial for the first one. Yeah, but the second one, he's like, I didn't touch you, and I was like, Hey, whatever, dude. Like, okay. it's over now. Right. Like, I don't even care. So then, you squashed uh, the Miguel fish. Yep. Squashed it. So then we're, <laughs> so then we're just talking back and forth, and I said, Well, hey, since everything's cool, where were you going? He's like, oh, you guys are taking that rut. It's so slow to the inside. There's a better one. You've been there. Yeah. There's one rut entering the tree turn. There's if you're always going, only. Here's, here's how I look at it. I wasn't there this year. I don't know. But the rut that main line is usually down a little bit from the tree. If yep. you go higher up, your chances are you're going to clip your handlebar on the pad. Yes. On the tree. Yeah. That's my my side shows that there was <clears throat> no room for him. I have bruises all over my side from the my bike falls. It's stuck in his rear Miguel wheel. Fish, if you're out there listening to this, man, you got to email me. Tell me what's going on. I want to hear your side, too. Yeah. Right. So I can There's always it. two sides. It's always two. Uh, yeah. I, want, I want Miguel Fish's side. So uh, the second moto, oh, yeah, we squash everything. We figure it all out. <clears> blah, blah, blah. <throat> Everything's good. Um, so that, I get, a, I think, a 15th pick. Yep. Are we talking about second moto? Yep. So I get a 15th pick. Hold on. Let me, let me, tell, let me tell the people what you, what you did here. So second moto. Mr. Edward, we are, let me, where'd you go? You were right here. Oh, you got 12th. Yes. You started 26th again. Yes. <laughs> you crash again? Dude, they're not my fault. Like, I'm just victim. You crashed of- again? Yep. Why? So. You in the wrong place at the wrong time? Wrong place, wrong time. I actually got <laughs> a really, I started, if you, if you ever race Mammoth, starting gate 18, there's, there's these big pipes that go across the back. You back your tire up against. Uh-huh. Well, there's a C clamp on it that has a bolt. Okay. 
So I backed up on that thing. And we, we again, we had a parade lap. So I got to do a start. So I backed up on that thing mm-hmm. and just dumped it. And it hooks on that thing and launches you. Okay. So you don't even have to throttle off the concrete. It launches you out. So I got, I got a pretty good start. Yeah. Obviously, I had guys coming from gates 13, you know, down there. That's where Chad was. He yeah. was down in gate 13. Well, I have actually have pictures of it. He came up and I, he didn't like follow the arc. Yeah. So he came up, and as he came up, I was right there. And I was like, dude, if I don't lift, we're both going to go down. Yeah. And it's going to be a hard crash because we're right. halfway in the arc. So I kind of like I, – I checked up a little bit, and I was going to like kind of cut underneath him because he was drifting out to the wall, to the bank. Really? So I'm like, oh, I'll go up the inside. So I did. Well, then he banks off and comes back <laughs> across the front. And I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, like we're still – Fifth, six. Oh, okay. So you're all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still good. I'm like, we're good. He's in front of me. Josh West was just, I could see him just a couple up in front of me. So I'm like, we're, I'm around the company I want. Yeah. Down to downhill, left hand, go up the next one, that yeah. off camber corner, yeah. mm-hmm. go into the rut. Chad falls on top of me. Dang. I'm in the rut, like turning. Yeah. And as I go to gas it, a Honda comes right on top of me. Boom. So he says he hit something up there, got squirrely, and then fell over. Uh. So he's a little guy. He's like 5'7". He's muscular than anybody I've ever seen, but he's a short guy. Like Dave muscular? Way more. Uh, Actually, Wayne, this guy's stronger than you. (laughs) He's he's bigger than Wayne? He's short, but he's built bigger than Wayne. Jesus. So this guy, yeah. yeah, he he By the way, I told you, he defies all your uh, laws of physics up there. He rides a Honda. Mm-hmm. He smoked us. He runs twin wall handlebars. Oh God! And he's built and like he's a shit built. Like, he's built like a shit brick house. He's an anomaly. So he, I told him, I said, I need to get you down to Southern California to hang out with Chris because he has to see this whole thing. Yeah. To just take it all in because he told me you can't be built like that. No. If you're gonna ride a Honda, don't take it to Mammoth. Yep. It doesn't suit its nope. track nature nope. and take rent all twin walls off and he, had Dude, it all. and he had that whole package jesus so but uh yeah so he falls on me i'm laying on my side he's laying on me his forearm is laying on my header pipe uh, i mean you could smell the flesh and i'm like dude this uh, so i literally grab the cup of his left shoulder and i push him up off me so i get him i almost got him back on his bike and going before i got myself up he takes off I get up. There's no one behind me. I'm uh, like, fuck, here we go again. Dead last. I literally go down the hill. I turn right. There's a little tabletop. <laughs> I hit neutral off that thing. Oh, did you? Full handlebar stand. I go over the thing. I do a 180. I didn't, like, fully eat it. I just did a 180 and fell over. I could just hear you, like, yelling at yourself probably, too. I remember looking back, and the flagger's waving the flag. And I'm, I yelled at him. Why are you waving the flag? It's just fucking me. They're, everyone else is gone. There's no one behind me. So I get up. I'm pissed. And I'm like, dude, P15 first moto. I'm dead last. The right. track's going to be blown out. What I mean, right. what am I going to get? 20th? So I, I went through the next section, and I said, dude. Yeah, you remember me yelling at you, didn't you? There was this one day at a sand track <laughs> when I almost died. <laughs> which is what I just almost did right here on this little table. I almost yeah. died, uh-huh. and I pulled off early, and I went to the top of the hill to get on my phone, <laughs> and my fucking mentor rode up there and told me, why'd you pull off? <laughs> I said, dude, I almost died, and this and that, and there was these three words with periods after them. I don't care. Yep. 
And I was like, dude, how am I going to explain to him that I didn't ride (laughs) after I crashed? Oh, boy. Because I know he's going to look at the lap times. I know we're going to talk about this. I know this is going to get brought up. Yeah. And I I knocked my visor back straight. I kind of refixed my goggles. Yep. And I put my head down. Nice. And got back to 12. I like it. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. My, that far, I mean, that's a lot. Two, two passes on the second lap, three passes on the third lap, four passes on the fourth lap, three passes on the fifth lap, another pass on the sixth, and another pass on the seventh. So you're just picking dudes off. Yeah. You need a 30-minute moto there. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I would have loved to have had a 30-minute moto with me preparing for a 30-minute moto. This, this all back up. We didn't even talk about Saturday morning practice. Last lap of practice on Saturday morning. Yeah. Jump the last tabletop of the freeway. I land. Bike goes in neutral, and I flip over the bars. Big crash Saturday morning. What? Yeah. Big crash on Saturday morning. I, I actually laid there for a second, and I was like, dude, what just happened? No way. Like, it's just morning practice. Like You're just standing up riding around. So, uh, But, you know, luckily I had nothing. There was no hangover from any of that. So we had some ups. We had some downs, yeah. right? Just like, hence the word racing. That's what dirt bikes is all about. Every, everything's not going to be... Yeah. Hanky Jory, you know? Yeah, so. I mean, racing, most of the time, it's like driving on the freeway. It's not it's not me that I'm worried about. Yeah. You know, if I, if we could have done qualifying lap times and no one was around me, right? I think I was a probably third to third, fourth place guy. Looks like those top two dudes were a little bit better than everybody else. Yeah, they, they were. And, and I talked to Chad after, you know, like yeah. he'd just come out of 30 class. And he's like, he just turned, I think, in March. He turned 40, and he was like, I, I didn't know, you know, this and that. And I'm like, hey, look. I think I looked at his lap times in the first moto, and he was like two, three seconds a lap off of McGrath. Oh. And I'm like, McGrath was doing like 201s, 202s, and he was doing 204s. Okay. I'm like, you you would have been fine right over there. You would have yeah. slid right in there. But, uh, I mean, that's what that's, that's boring. Mammoth. That's boring, though. Like, I mean, if you don't have someone to chase. Yeah. You know, I mean, going up there, going one one. If I would have went up there and went four one one ones, yeah, I would have felt great. Yeah. But I actually almost enjoy having people. That's why I love riding with you guys and Aiden, because it's always something. I'm never gonna be there. Yeah. Right. I always have to go to the next step on the ladder. I'm on. I'm on a ladder that has no top. Right. It's just gonna keep climb, climb, climbing. So I, I, you know, I. I was pretty pissed the first day. I'm not gonna lie. I was. I was like, dude, what are these guys doing? You know, yeah. like this is crap. You know, AMA rules say you got to be, you know, this age by this time. He just said on the podium he wasn't. So they actually they put a thing, a sheet up after the first moto that they were looking into all that. Mm. And then when they didn't do it, I was like, dude, what the heck? Like that's crap. You know, this and that. But it, it, it is. I didn't I mean, care. Yeah. I, right. after, I actually ended up talking to the guy and became That's why friends you just go with him. The International Vet Motocross Association. Yeah. There's legit dudes there. Yeah, I mean, it's I I had a great time. Uh, I'm going to tell you from 2019 to to 2023. Yeah, the intensity in the motos. Yeah, was way higher. Really, like these guys were going for it. Go, I mean, well, obviously I cleaned yeah. out twice. And I mean, hey, I'm man. Gonna, these vet guys, when it comes to vet racing, there's only a few races a year, so they just pin it, and they think yeah. it's the it's the championship cup. Yep. You know. Yeah. So, but it's uh yeah. So we went. I ended up 14th overall on Sunday, and combined, and they combined both days, and uh, put me 10th overall. So I went four, 14 for 10th overall. Okay. 
But so, you came home healthy. Everything's good. Yeah. Now that this is over, and now Mammoth's done, what's your next adventure? What do we got for a goal? It's like, so here's the deal for you guys. I usually try to have one to two goals per year. If you have more than that, then you end up not giving yourself 100% for each goal, I feel like. I feel like yeah. you look too far ahead. There's too much going on. Look, we're all older guys. We have lives. There's other shit going on in your life. So if you could have one, at least one goal per year, work towards that uh, or two, yep. that's that's the that's the deal. So their next stop is where? I got some unfinished business okay. <laughs> with the world vets. Okay. Uh, if anybody listened to that from last year. Yep. Uh, I got to... Uh, I gotta go back there, figure that out. Which I feel like I'm in a way better position yeah, this year than my, I was yeah, last year. Right. Like I, I just feel so much Plus better. Plus, you race on the mammoth. Bikes. You got more races under you. You're not gonna be tripping balls. You I've know? been racing locally at home a right. little more. So yeah, it's uh, yep. That's that's our next one. So All I right. think I took four days off. You know, just kind of got home and yep. Ate some pizza and ice cream and had some Modellos and there you go. Today we fired her back up and went back to the gym. And this you morning. want to ride a Yamaha? This is yeah. what we're doing. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've been playing around on a Yamaha last okay. couple of days. Uh, Andy from Chaparral was nice enough to let me lend me his bike. Yep. And uh, I think, you know, I, I, I bleed Kawasaki. I, I green is where I'm at, but I think with us getting that new bike, I mean, we're not going to probably get that thing till October ish. The race is like early November. Or we're not going to probably have much time to get this thing sorted out. So Yamaha stays the same for 24. I'm on a 23 right now, and I just I feel comfortable on it. So I think, yeah, if, if we can get on that bike, we got, you know, I, the bike's stock, and I yep. love it. Yep. I need some, I mean, I'm riding with bone stock suspension at 232 pounds. You know what you would have loved? 22. Yeah, I, 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 I had, I got to ride some of those older bikes yeah. and, uh, I, I didn't mind a lot of the stuff that people complain about a wider bike. I'm a bigger guy. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me, me like, but once you ride it two days, you're good. I just, I jumped on that last Thursday, me and me and junior went to uh Glen Helen and yeah. I brought that bike out and I was like, Whoa, dude. yeah, it's good. I think it's really good. It's a good bike stock, man. It's one of the few yeah. bikes I can hop on. I'm like, yeah, this is a good time, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I put some twin walls on there. <laughs> oh my god! Did you actually put those on there, yeah. or those come on there? No, no, I put them. On. Jesus, he had a he had nine nine sevens, which is a hundred and five millimeter bar rise. What? Yeah, and I'm like, dude, I can't. These are too tall for me. Was so you nine nine six? Yeah, so I had those nine nine sixes. So I put them on there. Just really, mainly. Don't do what Eddie does, people. Go stick to a, a pro taper bar or a, a rental fat bar at least. I don't know. Yeah. Twin walls are stiff. I rode. Cut crossbar pad. Though. I, so had, I was running flex. twin walls all last week during testing. Yeah. It sucked. <laughs> but I was back east, so the dirt was soft, so it wasn't horrible. So it wasn't but back bad. here, yeah. yeah. Well, that's good, man. So you did good. You accomplished your goal. You came away healthy. And now the the whole point of this, this show, people, is to get you motivated to ride. This is a lot of bench race, and I understand that. But, like, it is fun to... Get ready. The process to get ready for something, for me, that's some of the stuff that I like the most. The The actual act of doing it, it, it's great. It's fun. But sometimes getting ready for that act is some of the most fun. Yep. Hence, sexual foreplay. Sometimes that's way yep. better than the act, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the anticipation of the actual act. So getting yourself ready, having a plan, moving forward, 
now that you're motivated, these are the things that will bump start you guys and make your life just, I don't know, have just a better quality of life because you have a little bit more meaning to it. Besides, you know, going to work, doing stuff with your family, which is all great. But having something for you that you like to do in moderation is also great. And then picking goals to help that along is also something that is missed in a lot of, you know, vet guys. So, yeah. Yeah, account- Accountability. There, there were days when you weren't available or Aiden wasn't available. And I'm like, dude, I got to ride today. Like, who am I going to ride with? So I call some of my other friends that just go to Glen Helen on Thursday. You're going today. Okay, cool. I'm going. Yeah. So now I'm out there by myself. I'm okay. doing motos by myself. I'm not, I don't have anybody pushing me. I don't have anybody. It's not telling as fun. Me. It's not as fun, but those are the days that may make the, the rewards that much better. Like, yeah. Oh, remember that day you didn't want to go to Glen Helen. I mean, it, you know, all do, all through training for this race and riding, I mean, we're riding in 105 degree, 106 degree weather. The tracks yeah. suck or dried out. Like it's nothing fun, right? right? Getting up at four in the morning, which I that get sucks. up like I'm anyways. That. that sucks. But it's like, I'm going to go to the gym and then, you know, like I, I've been working out with Dave a lot. Dave helped me a lot. Yep. Our buddy Dave Martinez helped me a lot in the gym, you know, leading up to this. But there was days I had to go to the gym by myself, and I just texted me, hey, well, what's on the schedule today? Oh, we're going to do this, this, and this. Okay, dude. Yeah, running a 3K or running a 5K on a treadmill by yourself yeah. sucks. Yeah. It's terrible. It's the worst. Like, I'd rather run outside or rowing for 30 minutes or swimming laps or whatever we're doing, circuit training. Having somebody there with you, it just yep. makes it so much more gl- glory. But those days that you do that work by yourself are the days that make – the success that much more enjoyable. Yeah. Have yourself, get yourself a partner if you can. If you can't, you know, we're here. I'm here for you guys. Hit me up. Let me know how you guys are doing. Um, this whole thing, it's a, it's a huge part of my life. I mean, dirt bikes is, I mean, it's every day. Every day here for the Kiefer family, it's it's a dirt bike. So I understand it. And uh, if you don't have someone there, hit me up. We're here to help you guys along. And, uh and do it up. And don't forget, Vet Nationals are in November, so if you guys are listening to this, you guys are getting ready for that. Hopefully, we'll see you there. I'm undecided if I'm racing or not. I might not race this year. Just um, been there, done that, raced it many, many years, so don't know what I'm going to do about that. I'm going to ride some off-road races with Aiden. Uh, we're going to do some big six stuff, and then I'm going to go ride a National Heron Hound, just something different to mix it up because uh, for me, I'm a little bit different than Eddie. Obviously, I, do, I ride a lot and um, just look for something a little bit more not more challenging, just something different, you know, that I don't get to ride a lot. So, again, I'm element. trying to practice what I preach is, like, I want to have a goal about do something different, you know. So yeah. I've been itching to ride off-road because that's where I came from. I came from a an off-road background, and it just seems like uh, it would be a fun time to bring my family out to some of those races. So hopefully we'll see you guys there. Um, thank you to Kawasaki yes. for uh, loaning us that SR-capable machine. They have a... There's still quite a bit of those at the dealerships. I know they have really good rebates and things on them right now. So you guys can um, go check those out. If you have any questions about the SR, there's stuff up on my website about those. If not, you can always hit me up, Chris, at KieferIncTesting.com. I'm happy to to guide you along with that. And, um, yeah, any parting words, Edward? I uh, know. Just thanks to everyone. Uh, we've we've talked about all of them through through these three. Yeah, parts it was a cool and, journey. I had a lot yeah. of feedback from those, you know. Yeah. And even Racer X said they're doing good on the views. So, 
It's I good. think people can relate to some of that stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's it's more average content, you know? It's just, it, look, at there's so much motorcycle content out there, people, that you can digest. Look, at, I understand that. I'm not oblivious to it. But a lot of it is missed on everyday things that we think about and do as dirt bike riders. And that's kind yeah. of what I'm trying to bridge the gap to. Like, most of us have a job. Yeah. We don't have a lot of money, and we have these things that we want to do. So I'm trying to talk about those here on the show and then bring some of that to light over on Racer X. So, yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's fun for me as yeah. well. They All those shows we do and the podcasts we do from Vet World, I mean, they all seem to get really, really good reviews, and we get a ton of questions. So yeah. I think we're hitting in a good you know, good market. Yeah, it's fun. It's, I always was told back in the day, if it's something that I like to do, chances are other people will like it as well. Yeah. If you like reading something, people will like reading it. If you like recording something, people will like it. So yeah. we're trying to do some of that over here. So thank you. And, uh, of course, you guys want to go to Millville, go to the shop, buy a hoodie, buy a T-shirt, whatever, and uh, enter to go to uh, Millville Ride Day for free and get on. I have eight guest spots. So Mathis gave me 10. I already gave a few of those away, so we have eight more left, so do that. And, of course, support our advertisers. They're here. They help us. They have great products, and uh, they wouldn't be on the show if they didn't. And uh, hopefully we'll see you at the track, and you come by and say hi at the van. Um, if I'm yelling at Aiden, just wait about five minutes. That'll end, <laughs> and then the cruise by. Um, but if not, yeah, um, just come by and say hi, talk about bikes, life, whatever. I'm happy to help you guys out, and we'll see you next week. Say bye, Edward. See you guys.